hello and welcome to a very, 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 very special association transformation, a conversation that advances the impact and evolution of nonprofit organizations. Andrew, do you know what today is? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Uh, no, what is it? It's the bir one year birthday for Association <laughs> Transformation. Hey, we made it. We made woo, it. Something amazing. Something amazing came from last year. 2020 gave birth to the best the international mm -hmm. nonprofit yep. as association conversation that has ever been and ever oh. will be. <laughs> I, I kind of feel like you binged us up a bit too much there, but yeah, go on, I'll go with it. I, I, you know, well, yeah, I think yeah. we both, you know, for both of us, this podcast has been an amazing silver lining. Yep. yep. From a, a 13, 14 month period of crap. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I, I don't know about you. I've loved all the people that we've gotten to talk to. I've got, I love all the, the ideas that we've helped people tease out in advance, the challenges we've helped people explore, their experiences as new executives, as uh, CFOs, mm -hmm. you know, all of these these amazing people driving organizations in the nonprofit space. It's been, I'm going to say, inspiring. I, yeah. I like what we're doing here. Yeah, I mean, certainly. I think, um, you know, yeah, it was born out of, a, as you say, out of the kind of COVID space. And, and certainly there were themes that sort of materialized over the year um, around, you know, coping in that that unique environment. But you're right. I think if you look back and reflect on the a year's worth of recordings, actually, you know, most of the discussion, in fact, I would say almost all of the discussion is about progress. It's about innovation. It's been about you know how do we not how do we dig ourselves out of this but how do we not, it's not been that it's been how do we build on this and how do we you know grow and learn and and yeah you're right actually you know the kind of for me the the big theme that really emerged early on is that in the recordings is positivity it's a willingness a desire to to learn and to share and and to use the yeah, yeah, the hideousness of the last fifteen months or whatever, but to you know, to you know, not to dwell on it, to use it and and to grow. So I I, I agree. I'm in looking back. Well, go on, talk to me. Tell me which 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 one when I'm talking about this, which is the one uh, that you know really stands out for you. You know, I think back to some that we've done, just the two of us, and they were, you know, I, I really enjoy our, our our banter, our thought process. You know, we we fight through some issues, let's be honest. Um, but, you know, Brewer Pratt Solutions and Consort Strategy, I mean, we, we do come from a place of optimism. I think both of, of our, our practices focus on optimism. And, and really what this has been about for me is an evolution. Um, helping organizations evolve through through a less than desirable time and and forcing that hand of innovation but my favorite my favorite conversation is probably the one i would have expected the least i know and what you're gonna say was... i know what you're gonna say go on <laughs> go on well it's really the cfo conversation with yep. kevin matt yeah i am not a, a numbers person i'm not a financials a, you know accounting bookkeeping cfo stuff that's always been you know, in a certain part of the building and a certain team has always handled that in the organizations that I've worked for. And Kevin just made it, I don't know, he brought it to life. He had, you know, really colorful analogies. He, 
he made me wish I could be a CFO when I grew up. I mean, he was great. <laughs> I, Kevin, she's not taking the mic on her. She, <laughs> if you're listening, sir, she's not taking the mic. Um, but yeah, you're right because I think for me that was yeah that was quite early. Well, it was, it was quite early on in our recordings. It was probably about yeah. episode maybe ten or eleven, some of that, wasn't it? And 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 it. It opened up the conversation. It's what I wanted to achieve with these podcasts, which is to say, actually, let's stop working in our silos. Let's stop, you know, as you describe it, there's always someone else somewhere doing something and I'm over here doing what I'm doing. And I loved the fact that he brought, yeah, that we were able in that discussion to talk about finance and cash, oh, but talk about it in a really constructive... I mean, yeah, it did inspire me to... And I've spoken about it at length with colleagues um, and clients, you know, subsequent to that and said, you know, it just resonated with me that the only way we're going to make our associations thrive um, and, and not just survive, thrive, is if we do adopt more holistic uh, approaches to our strategic development, a more uh, systems thinking approach to our business development and our business leadership. And, and, and that financial piece for me just it just yeah, it struck all the right um, all the right notes as it were, and 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 then of course we subsequently then followed up. We enjoyed it so much. We had another we had another financial <laughs> conversation, which again, you know, Graham, it worked out great. Yeah. I loved Graham. I loved Graham. Um, you know, and we've had some great vendors on, some great specialists, some great consultants and and experts in their own field. You know, I think back to. Um, Carlin and uh, our New Year's Day podcast um, on social media and some of the the tactics and, and tricks of the trade that she was able to share. Um, you know, we've had, I, I think, back to, to Mike Bober from PJAC and his discussion of partnerships. I mean, it's been timely and, and exciting, um, but there's been a lot of lessons learned. I don't want to make it sound like it's all been a smooth ride. I mean, for anyone out there considering a podcast, um, you know, it's not easy. It's not sexy. It's not glamorous. It's not, it's been a much harder lift than I ever expected going into it. And I, you know, I think we should be fair about the, the cautionary tale that exists here. I, I can't tell if you're, if you're just referring to me or not. I'm not sure if this is just, uh, that you're, you know, <laughs> that you're not sexy or glamorous. <laughs> well, <laughs> Or that working with me is so very difficult. Don't, whatever, whatever you do, don't do it. <laughs> well, yes, the emotional abuse, um, uh, you know, therapy has been <laughs> required. What, what is it, Go on, articulate that for me, because you're right. We we do, you know, and, and uh, subsequent to us recording these pods, several organizations have reached out and said, you know, we love it. What are we going to do? We need to do something like that. But right, right. and you're right. It's sometimes it's difficult to articulate for colleagues when they're sort of entertaining the idea of of putting a podcast series together. What what it actually you know? I know we joke around and we say, "Oh, we're just a talent and we rock up." But you're right. It is more than just that. It is There's a lot, a lot more of than moving just parts. That. You already were part of the podcasting world, doing it on behalf of clients. Yeah. Both as you know, a host as as a content organizer, I was I was fairly naive to all this and didn't fully appreciate the the amount of time required for not only content development but the scheduling and and finding of the right guests, managing their experience, the production yeah. piece, and then you know promoting what you have after the fact. 
You can do as many podcasts as you want, but if no one's listening, you know, it's a tree falls in the woods kind of situation. Yeah. And uh, I think podcasting has become something a lot of nonprofits think they are supposed to be doing um, and they don't want to be missing the boat on it. But it's not you have to go into it intentionally and and with a real understanding because it's not it's not just turn on the mic chit chat and then put it online it's a lot lot more than that and you know what we actually have our original og gangster original (laughs) producer andy carroll with us today which is actually kind of nice that we've got him back with us yeah um and the gang's back for the anniversary for one year thanks andy for seeing us through those early those early weeks and months um but yeah i think there's a lot to learn and you know whether an organization comes to someone like consort strategy or, or is going to figure out podcasting on their own, um, you know, know what you're getting into and schedule the time and, you know, he, both financial and human resources accordingly, because it, it doesn't yeah. just come together. Yeah, I think that's a fair point. I think that's a fair point. When we when we came up with the idea, you know, yeah, a year ago, we probably were. Yeah, I think I think that's fair. I think I was probably naive um, about. We were young and dumb. We were just yeah drawn to the. <laughs> oh wait, yeah. I was young. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, but I think I think also it's about it's about being committed to the long haul. I don't think you can just record a podcast and put it out the door and then think right. Well, tomorrow my numbers are going to be amazing, and you know it's about it's about. What I love is that when I now look back at the first, whatever, we've got 40 episodes, um, you know, the repository of 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 knowledge and insight and talent and expertise is phenomenal. You know, and for me, that that is as much about that that is the real rewarding process the reward to the process is that i look back now when i was looking at it on the weekend you know cataloging stuff and making sure it you know it was all looking good and it does it looks really good and i'm really proud you know to point people in the direction and say yeah take a look and actually do yeah, yeah what we did last week is brilliant but so is what we did three months six months nine months 12 months ago so and and that is the value you're absolutely right yeah don't go into it with your eyes closed. Recognize you've got to put the effort in, the production values, and you know, gotta be it's gotta be decent to say the least. If you don't, you know, to I remember Andy telling me before we even started, he said, if the sound is rubbish, doesn't matter how what how good your content is, if your sound is rubbish, who's gonna to listen to it? You're gonna turn off. So, you know, and 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 that's so true. But then as you say, so true is the fact that you've got to invest in your markoms. You can't just put it up on Apple Pods and assume that people are gonna find it. You know, because there is there is a gazillion other amazing podcasts out there about so many other different subjects, um, and and sectors and industries and businesses and countries and cultures. You know, to try and find your your space is really hard work. But but when you get to the you know when you get into your groove and you've got a process, you've got a pattern, you know what you're what your zone of genius is and we you know then it becomes zone of genius did you just make that up uh, i'm going to credit nice. that uh, i'm going well thank you but i'm not going to take credit for it cindy uses it all the time but um uh, yeah do you know what yeah no this is my podcast yeah no i did just come up with that actually yeah <laughs> zone of genius yeah yeah so, see that's what we do we need a sound effect for that one and every time he says zone of genius we need like a <laughs> 
We'd have to. I want for our second birthday. We have to have some. We have to have some sound effects by then. Nothing okay. too cheesy, but okay. that's my. Oh, I'll so put we're going to suggestion box. We're going to do this again. Are we going to carry on for another year? I thought this was the end. I thought we. Oh, were just, are we breaking uh, up? <laughs> you breaking? Are you up breaking with me? up with me? Live, live on Apple Pods. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, stop it. Well, uh, so, okay, so we've seen the themes. We've seen the themes that have materialized over the last 12 months. And, you know, we obviously, we focus heavily around the leadership piece and, you know, obviously within context. And, um, but, you know, what what, what are we going to see materialize over the next, you know, six to 12 months? What are we, in a year's time when we record our second pod, our second birthday pod, rather. Um, <laughs> what are we going to be looking back and think? You know, uh, yeah. I'm not asking you to look into your... Well, no, I am. Look into your crystal oh. ball, Mystic Meg. Only British <laughs> listeners will understand what that means. I have no idea but... what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, no, I, but I think this next phase of conversation and uh, the audiences that we'll get to engage with are gonna are, are looking to stop. They're not reacting anymore. You can't use COVID and the pandemic. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're done reacting. Yeah. Yeah. And now we have an opportunity to to really chart our own future. We've learned, hopefully, these last months have given us a chance to learn, to let go of things, um, and uh, and to have fine-tuned our missions, our purpose, our audiences. Um, and I, I want to hear people talking about the aggressive 2022s that they have planned, mm. um, whether it be an event schedule, whether it be an engagement campaign, whether it be a, you know a refined mission and voice that they have they have come to lean into, um, I think just as eager as people are to travel and have that that uh, that portion of their life back, I think people are are proud of the organizations that have survived and how much stronger they've come through this, and they're ready to get get back to the business of their missions at uh, at the full speed and and full capacity. Mm. I want people can. to. I want people to start examining their purpose. Yeah. I've had a few clients uh, recently who I, I want, you know, really highlighted to me the the value and the relevance of not all the time. I'm not talking about every meeting you ever have, you know, double check your purpose. But I think a lot of us have, you know, nav yeah, navigated the turbulence, turbulent 2020 and 2021. But I really want us to start talking about purpose because I don't think we're doing that enough at the moment. And I'm worried that we, as a, as a sector, we're going to kind of revert back to pre-COVID world. And actually, you're right, we shouldn't be reacting. We shouldn't be reacting now. Those days are gone. But what we should be doing is is using what we've learned and um, uh, during the last 12 months and saying, well, actually, are we still are we still fit for purpose? Are we still relevant in our current guise? Or what? Or do you know what does our world look? How is our world going to look different? And I think that's a really important role that our boards and our senior execs, uh, our senior leadership need to be, you know, embracing the opportunity now because I don't think we did it enough uh, back in the day. And, you know, chances are there'll be something else that's going to hit us, you know, um, sooner or later. And I, I think if we're better prepared and understanding what our purpose is, that'll help us respond to those unforeseen circumstances in the future i think but um yeah you know I, uh, that's what i and i want to actually you know i'm just i'm basically giving you my shopping list now of guests i also start I, oh, I, hold I on really, let me write this all down yeah, write this down i want to start talking about emerging tech i want to start talking about the role that 
artificial intelligence, blockchain, um, system, machine learning. I want to start talking about that. I want to, because these are massive opportunities right now. But if we don't start talking about them now as associations, they're going to become massive threats or they're going to become mis massive missed opportunities. And so I want us to start thinking about Though, you know, when we're talking about leadership, I don't want to be talking about 2022. I want to be talking about 2032, 2035, 20, 20, 2040. What have we got to do now? You know, that's the generative piece that you, you know, you know, and I think that was your other favorite podcast was the governance one, if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> right. where I right. Right opened your eyes to how exciting right governance there. actually is. But, you know, the generative discussions around the opportunities, the tech um, offers us are huge. And so I really want to, we're not going to become a tech forecast. Uh, we're association forecast. Of course we are. But there's so much opportunity. So that's on my wish list. My birthday wish is that when we start, you know, this time next year, I want to know that we've had a we've had a fair few good conversations about, you know, these these new um, these new opportunities that are available to us in the sector. You know, and those are some big things. I mean, between purpose and the future of technology. Those are uh, those are big things, and I know you take on big challenges. I I love it. Um, and this, this podcast is 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 example of that, yeah. <laughs> and in partnership, you know, in partnership with the IAL, um, I think those are conversations that we can have sector wide. The yeah. clients that I have uh, approaching me about kind of what's next and how do we prevent ourselves from sliding back to yeah. our pre-COVID. You know, they 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 had to get lean. Maybe some people retired. Their staff looked different than they did yeah, before yeah. COVID, and they don't just want to hire into the same roles that they had before. Yeah. So the organizations mm -hmm. that I'm talking to or hearing from a lot lately are those who want to evaluate their their staffing structure, their organizational structure, to make sure they're they're built for that future. They're not just filling filling the slots that existed before. Uh, and it, it's been an interesting and, and generative conversation about, okay, what does the staff of the future look like? How are they aligned? How do we avoid those silos? How do we take technology and use it to make, to, to create an intersectionality of that purposefulness throughout the building, throughout yes. all the departments? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I hear executives having that conversation and wanting to avoid that, that backslide. But, uh, you know, how you do it and the order in which you do it, oh. I think, is also also important. I, and you've hit on some. You, yeah, that that's I think we've seen a lot of people trying to make their purpose fit their staffing structure rather than making their staffing structure fit their purpose. And, and so as a result, you do have these kind of misaligned um strategies um th by that i mean strategy is misaligned with reality you can't all you can't deliver the strategy often because your 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 infrastructure your staff infrastructure your systems your processes um are not are not are not fit for purpose you're right i think that's a really important one um is that we look at that we look at the 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 the, the role the value the impact of 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 of, of staff I think you're right. The world is different now, and therefore it stands to reason that our roles are going to be, should be, different. Well, and as much as technology is a part of that future, that future of, you know, engagement and transaction and data collection, you know, all of those things that technology will be a part of, 
I feel like we have to be more human than ever as well. And for every technology solution or, or technology tactic, I want to make sure organizations are, are communicating as people with their members. What do you need? I mean, I remember a conversation with Rennie Schaefer, and he talked about how their members picked up the phone and called each other. That was their yeah. engagement strategy. Mm-hmm. Wasn't a series of triggered emails and AI-generated messaging. It was a phone call. Yeah, And mm-hmm. I think balance more than anything else. I mean, the world is more vulnerable and more, uh, I don't know, delicate in a way than ever before. Mm-hmm. And that humanity that has come from these last 15 months, that empathy, that that opportunity to be vulnerable. I think I, I'm hoping that that remains a part of the landscape, even as the technology stack yep. gets mm-hmm. bigger and heavier, because that's one thing that will never change. Our members, whether they're companies, whether they're professions, whether they're universities, our professions, our, our members are made up of people. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's that connection that that nonprofits really have the opportunity to influence. Indeed, indeed. Okay, so so basically, we're saying we want um, hum. Oh my God, humanoids. That's what we're talking about, isn't it? Like Android <laughs> tech, God. people, humanoids who are run. Oh, I love it. Excellent. I love it. <laughs> sci-fi. Okay, keep your sci-fi nerd hat on. <laughs> Stay under control. <laughs> oh my goodness. But no, I think it's, I, I want to take a moment here. I know sometimes I'm a little mean to you on the podcasts. I do want to say for the happy, you know, happy, happy birthday. It's put it, it's put me in a positive you know mood and I want to appreciate all that you've done for the podcast and uh, say, thank you. I've really enjoyed this, uh, this partnership and uh, enjoy this moment as it, while it lasts, um, but happy birthday to us and thank you. Indeed, indeed, no, and right back at you. Thank you as well. Absolutely, it is one of the one of the um, joys to have come out of a difficult year is uh, the opportunity to work with you regularly uh, and to have a laugh and a bit of banter and a bit of fun, but actually to learn something as well because I do. And I'm going to ask Andy to cut this from the recording, but I do learn an awful lot from you. Uh, continually and uh, so uh, thank you as well oh see now we need fireworks sound sound effects yeah just fell flat there Andy where the fireworks fell at come on oh (laughs) (laughs) oh goodness now this has been great and I think more than anything we know who our audience is and that's what makes what we do special and the content discussions that we have both through our clients through the IAL through our just Contacts in the industry. I mean, you and I have both been doing this for a long time, and uh, mm-hmm. I like being the anti-conversation conversation. You know, I want to be the place where people can come to and say, hey, no one else is talking about this. Yeah. Can you and Andrew touch on this, or can you go deeper than someone else is willing to go? Mm-hmm. Um, can you take on the uncomfortable? Can you take on the the taboo? Um, because we don't, you and I don't have any rules. We make it up. <laughs> yeah, we do. We can, we can do whatever we want. Maybe that's uh, what year two is about, is taking more risks. Okay, let's do it. Let's do Are you it. ready? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm ready. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. Let me just start again. <clears throat> yeah, Hold let's on. do it. Use your American it. voice. Use your American hell voice. Hell yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. 
<laughs> oh my goodness. No, we, uh, this has been a great year. We have shown, um, I think what's possible in podcasting. We've had great guests and we'll continue to bring you great guests. Um, to those who see this as an example of what your podcast can be, you know, take it seriously and put the re resources behind it. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, reach out to us if we can be of any assistance um, in, in sharing with you our experiences or, or pointing you in the right direction. We would uh, we would love to do that. But happy first birthday. Andrew happy Chamberlain. birthday. Happy birthday, Elisa Pratt. Our, our association transformation baby is one years old. Congratulations. And it needs a snappy Papa. changed. Right. Come on in. <laughs> wrap up. Wrap up. Come on. Take us home. Well, thank you to everyone for uh, for listening, not only to this episode of Association Transformation, but to uh, our first year. I think we had almost 40, 40 episodes this first year. Um, and you can find Association Transformation wherever you get your podcasts. So make it one of your favorites and join us every other week for a new episode. And we look forward to drawing upon our network and maybe even having you on a podcast. So reach out to us. Um, you can tweet us at Association Transformation or email us at hello at yourconsort.com. And we will put the best, most uh, exciting, thrilling, envelope-pushing association conversations out there. And now we're going to do humanoids and AI, and it's going to be crazy, people. So buckle up. The second year is on its way, and uh, we thank you so much for, for your time. Until next time. Stay well and put your members and your mission first. Happy birthday. Association Transformation is brought to you in partnership between Consult Strategy and Brewer Pratt Solutions in support of the Institute of Association Leadership.